0: Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org/notes.
1: If we're going to demonstrate the power, we're going to have to be being filled with the power at all
0: times. Yes.
1: It's not just a one foot in and one foot out deal. It takes a dedication and a consecration. Uh-
0: Today, Gloria Copeland welcomes her guests, Billy and Chip Brim, to the Believer's Voice of Victory for a special message on effective ways to reach the younger generation for Jesus. Demonstrate that God's power is real.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. We've got two important people with us today. I'll let Billy introduce one, but you all know Billy Brim from Prayer Mountain in the Ozarks. And she has a special guest here today.
1: Yes, and I have here my son, Chip. And he's the youngest of our four children. And uh, Chip was in the sports world for many years. And he was called, actually, at his, his dad's funeral and prophesied to by Brother Hagen, He was call, called into the ministry. And now uh, Chip travels full-time ministering. I'm not, well, not full-time. He's, I say half and half, wouldn't you, son? Yeah. And then he uh, is co pastor at our church in Collinsville, Oklahoma, a Glorious Church Fellowship. And a big part of Chip's ministry has to do with youth. And uh, God told him, uh, well, say how, when he gave you champions for Christ...
0: Well, uh, he said, now's the time. And and I was in my office coaching. And and that's what I love to do. And we were winning. And God was blessing me. And and uh, and uh, so I started seeking God and, and more and more and more because He wanted me to. And, and I heard Him. And He said, now's the time. And I said, Lord, how can I preach? All I know how to do is coach. And He said, did I not help you train champions in baseball for 14 years? And I said, yes, God, I gave you all the glory. He said, then I will help you train champions for me because I'm coming back for a champion.
2: Praise God.
0: So I there are that. attributes all in the Word on how to be a champion. And we need coaching. We all need coaching.
2: Well, that's for sure. That's for
0: sure. Yeah. I need, I get it all the time. I bet you do too. She coaches me all <laughs> the time, the Holy Spirit and mom. Your whole but anyway, Yeah, my whole life. whole life.
2: But
1: Chip, uh, and <laughs> so then part of this, your ministry, a big part of it as I observe it, have to do with youth. Well, yeah.
0: We have a a youth rally in Branson, Missouri every summer, uh, just, you know, one time a year. And as a matter of fact, when God asked me to do that, um, I kind of, you know, argued with him a little bit. God, I will go and preach at youth places, but I don't want to put one on. I'm kind of busy, and (laughs) I don't want to put one on. And so we did, and then Mom heard from the Lord, and to say that I'm supposed to speak there, and you have, and Keith Morris. I
2: bet she's been hearing from the Lord all a lot of years about what you're supposed to do. Is oh that yeah, right? absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And then Keith Morris spoke at it, and and uh, others have come, and and uh, we know why now because the Lord said to you one time he has need of it because uh, the youth. He said the Lord said to you one time he said, "How did how do you think that the the young ones that I use greatly,
1: for instance, yeah, and
0: Timothy and Daniel and others." how How do you think I use them greatly? They sat at the feet of prophets, and he said, "I have need right. of this. They this generation is so uh know it all everything's in their hands, and they can look it all <laughs> up. True. They don't have to honor that gift and and uh, at the prophet or anything. and so. It's good for them to come and sit at their feet and listen. And that's what's been happening. And we've been having miracles.
2: Praise God. Yeah, we've been awesome. having
1: miracles. Good. And that's what we wanted to talk about today. Uh, Champions for Christ. He has it. And you know, here we are. We live in Branson, Missouri. And they've got Silver Dollar City owned by Spirit-filled Christians. And we have those marvelous uh, productions of it's Moses. It's quite a town. It's, it's really. quite a town. It really is. And so you bring the kids there, and they stay together. and For they, a week. For a week. And they, they go to these great things. And then uh, Chip and uh, and Go Ministries and the others that minister there with them, um, they know the importance of the kids seeing the power of God. Right. And uh, I remember when Chip came to me early on in his ministry with this scripture, uh, 2 Timothy 3.1, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, trucebreakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. And then here's the one that Chip asked me about. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. That's so, good advice. Uh, he, he asked me about, yeah. uh, we, we've got to de- we got to demonstrate the power. We've got to have the power. And that's exactly what Paul was talking about when he came to those Corinthians. In 1 Corinthians 2, 4, he said, My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. So Paul knew you could demonstrate the power of God. You could demonstrate the spirit of God. You could demonstrate the dunamis power. And when he went to the pagans and they knew nothing and they were coming in new, he had to demonstrate the power of God. Now, on down, he says to them, when I'm with more mature, I talk about the wisdom of God that's deeper. So, uh, young people. This is, you know, we're after this generation. We've been talking about it ever since Billy Joe's uh, son, you know, went to heaven, Mm -hmm. uh, Gabe. And we've been talking about him. The people have met him and know him. There's, and and the Lord spoke to us about, this teaching was coming up, praise God. The Copelands had offered it to us. The first week we talked about saving this generation through one word that's translated power, exousia, authority. And this week we're talking about Saving this, uh, this uh, generation by demonstrating the dunamis, demonstrating the power. Now, I, I, I thought to have you come on because I know the miracles that have been happening at C4C. How do the kids take this? How oh. do they respond to the man, tell about the miracles, and then tell about how they respond to it?
0: Well, childlike faith. And there's yeah. a reason why Jesus talked about that. But kids are real kids want real. Yeah, That's they what do. they want. This young generation is looking for real. And if the church doesn't produce real, I mean, if you think about it on TV and, and uh, r- reality shows are number one, yeah. they just want real. And so when you demonstrate that real, oh, it, it just explodes. The faith explodes. A great examples are, we had a, uh, we were teaching about covenant and, uh, teaching it to them like champions and they receive it and they're coachable. And we talked about Jesus and how he said to that woman who was bowed bowed over for 18 years, he says, daughter, uh, you know, he said that you're you're already healed. I mean, you already. How how is it that this woman, not this woman, the daughter of Abraham. And he said, thou art loose. He didn't say, he didn't say be loosed and he didn't pray for her. He said, you already loosed. And then he explained mm-hmm. why later she's a daughter of Abraham. She's covenant. I'm in yeah, covenant. She has that. every right. She has every right. So we were teaching that and we had a young man. And all of a sudden we hear this, this jumping up and down and he comes up. Well, he had scoliosis all of his life. He had never been able to stand straight up and, and he was standing up straight and up. up. Stra- he stood up straight up in, in the crowd. And we didn't know that. And his buddy goes, Hey, you're standing straight up. Well, he had a hump. He had a really big protruding hump. And then he, he even had a nickname in school, the Hump Boy. Oh, and that's so sad. it disappeared. He jumps up Glory, on stage. I he was he up. jumps up on stage and he's tears of joy. Oh. Chip, I've got to give my testimony. So we-
2: That's this year.
0: Yeah. And we give it and he gives it's it and life. he said, I'm not the Hump Boy anymore. And, Hallelujah. and, 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 and awesome. all of his little friends got up there well, of course, when that things like that happen, the power of God, sure. uh, it just spreads. And there was a little girl. She said, why not me? And she was deaf in her ear, in one ear from, from birth. And she said, why not me? And she felt the pop happen in her ear. Well, later after that meeting was over, she went back to her, they stay in a hotel, and she had roommates. And she felt this discharge just came out of her ear overnight, and it was all over her pillow. So she wakes right. up her-, her uh, you know, roommates. And, and they began to talk about it. She heard in that ear.
2: Hallelujah. And
0: she said, say that again. So, she, and they <laughs> just threw a little party right there in the room. <laughs> well, of course. And we've had over and over. We had a, one boy who was um, a football star in his small town. And he was the running back. And he fell off a hay truck However you do that.
1: This is Oklahoma. Yeah. You know.
0: And he broke his femur bone. That's the biggest bone in your body. And he had a cast. So he came to the the rally with a cast in a wheelchair, in a cast all the way up to his hip. The town was distraught because they really like winning. Oh. And so their superstar has broken his leg and he's out for the year. Well, he comes to that meeting And the power of God hits, man. I mean, and he gets up there. and He gets out of his wheelchair, and he puts it into action. He starts dancing, and he's got that cast on. And we're all, you know, okay, good, your faith, putting it into action. Well, he goes back off of the stage, and and, uh, him and some buddies get a knife, and they cut cut the cast off. Now, he was led by God, so. (laughs) And so he comes up, and he's dancing around on a broken femur with his cast. Well, the rest of the story, he goes back and he tells the coach, hey, coach, I can play. The coach says, what happened? What do you mean you can play? He said, well, I went to a youth rally and the power of God hit and I got healed. What a testimony. And so the coach is going, well, that's awesome and I'm glad, but I can't play you unless you have a doctor's release. And he said, oh, okay, well, go get it. So he goes back to his doctor, his family doctor. His family doctor heard he was coming. And so he went and got his old x-ray where he had that broken femur. And he said to him, now, I am not going to do this. I'm not going to see you. And he, he said, this is ridiculous. You coming back telling me that you don't have this. It's right here. So he said he wouldn't have him in his practice anymore. So he had to go to another town. So he goes to another town. The doctor X-rays his leg, brings it out. He said, now, listen, you're telling me you had a broken femur? He goes, yeah. And he goes, you, this leg looks as if it's never, ever been broken before. You can't even tell there was a break or a crack or a hairline or anything. And then he went on to play. And then here, here's, oh, awesome. here's, the, here's the rest of the story that's even great that people don't talk about. He, he plays, they win the state championship, the whole bit. He's a star. But in the stands, there were Baptists talking to Methodists, talking to to Catholics, talking to atheists, mm. talking to how did he get it? How? What happened? <laughs> there how was big, the yeah. power at a meeting, and these kids got healed, and all of them are talking about it in that this. It is town. so big, but, but those kids love it. It's real to them.
1: Yeah.
2: praise God. And you know, well, I mean, uh,
1: yeah, and 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 the newspapers had already printed. Where our, our our hopes are sunk for yeah. state this year because he's yeah. broken his leg, so here they are. fight with-
2: to the whole town,
0: Amen. to the whole
1: district. Yes. Probably, yes. yeah. Wouldn't you call that demonstration? Absolutely,
2: that is. So that is exciting.
1: demonstration yeah. of the power of God. Now, if they see that, if these kids at see for see see that, and they see it every year, then then it's going to be harder for the devil to come in and tell them God doesn't have any power. Yeah. Yeah. They've seen it. It's real. It's real. It's real. Yeah.
0: And kids That is like an real.
1: outstanding testimony.
0: And when they see real, they want more of it.
1: And we're talking like 700 kids are seeing this, you know, at the, at the rallies. So it's just an amazing thing. And then they go wild, worshiping God and dancing around and praising Him for it. Isn't that great? And, and you know, He wouldn't, doesn't like praise. There's yeah. a lot
0: of teaching during the week. And, oh, yeah. And then we have that meeting set up. And God, we, we always give Him... You know, honored. He can do whatever he wants to do. But we have that meeting, and they can't wait for that night. It's usually that's a Thursday, Thursday night. night. We started on a Monday, ended on a Friday, and Thursday, that's that Holy Ghost night.
2: Praise and, God.
0: Uh, and they say every day, we kind of do it like Brother Hagin used to tell us. Remember when he yeah, he, he, yeah, would, sure. he would say, now you say, when you wake up, you pray over your food. When he touches me or lays hands on me, I'm getting my healing. <laughs> we teach them like that. Mm-hmm. To, that's good. To use that and, and to speak that and confess. And they come expecting. Praise they come expecting. Praise God. That is awesome. Isn't that really? great?
2: That's a witness to the whole city and the district. I guess.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
2: Of the dunamis power of God. Hallelujah. You are doing doom- just like Paul said. I came
1: demonstrating it. Yeah. So here they come demonstrating it. That's right. And the young people see it, and they and they of course um, they it receive brings it. Brings honor
2: to God. Yeah.
1: And Chip, uh, talking about power now. We're talking about power and using power. Uh, I want you to tell about that thing that happened there in uh, was it Colorado Springs?
0: Oh, that, that man. Mm-hmm. okay, well, uh, I was waiting to get picked up to, you know in the lobby to go preach and the man came and I, and I thought it was him and so I got ready and uh, all of a sudden he disappears and he's gone and the pastor is texting me, you need to be here and I said, well he's here, but I don't know where he went. And uh, so 25 minutes go by, so I knew something was wrong. So we, we began to look for this, my driver, to go to the, the, the church. And I found him in the back parking lot. dead. he died. He had been dead for 25 minutes. He was blue. i never seen blue like that before. I never, I never found a dead person, you know, on the street. And so I ran back in and I told the, the guy behind the desk, call 911. And there was a whole bunch of people eating breakfast in the lobby. And I said, is there a doctor or a nurse here? And, and, and I said, we have an emergency, uh, and, and I don't even know why I'm doing this, but I'm being led. I find out later. And there was a doctor and a nurse. The doctor was from Chicago. He was there on vacation, prominent doctor, well-known in Chicago, and a nurse local, and they come out there and they see him. Now, so we go back outside. I can hear the sirens in the in the background coming way off, and the doctor and the nurse kneel down, and I hear their conversation of what the situation was. He's gone. He's been gone for over this. Mi- and so they're having this conversation and they said, there's nothing we can really do. Then they started talking legal terms like, well, we have to do something or, you know, we'll be accountable. So they begin to do the liable. CPR and what, yeah, liable. And so they, they're doing all of that. <clears throat> and about that time, as they're sitting there doing all that talking, they forget that I'm there. And I leaned down and I said, from the right hand of the Father, the most powerful place in the universe I command life, and I grabbed his feet, and I command life into this body. Well, on the report that the doctor put in there, he said the body jumped up from 8 to 10 inches. Boom!
2: Just like when they put the paddles on. Yes,
0: that was the power. Not their power, but that power. He turns, the doctor turns and says, keep doing what you're doing. So in other words, even the medical doctors had, see, God wanted that doctor and nurse to see the power. Yeah. yeah, demonstrate, demonstrate. I didn't know why I was going back in there. Well, a lot of people said, "Chip, well, I didn't just lay hands on him there?" I don't know. I just did it. I was led, I led. and the Lord wanted the power, the real power,
1: demonstrated.
0: So uh, he comes back, and they got him, and a pulse is coming, and so um, here come the EMTs. Well, they did their job. I'm not trying to get on them. They they kind of cleared us out, and they got the paddles, sure. and they begin to go, and they lost him. I so lost I'm sitting it. there on the sidewalk, and I said, "Lord, what happened? What did I do?" What I thought I was going to get my first, you know, to be a part of Race from the Dead. What, how many does Smith Wigglesworth have? Yeah, right. I'm, I'm on my way. I'm going to break the record. So, anyway. So, and I sat there and he said, he said, he said, Jim's with me. I didn't know the guy's name. He said, Jim's with me. A decision was made. He said, now, did you feel the power? And I said, yes, sir, I felt the power. He goes, that's the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. And I said, yes, sir. And he goes, he said, stay filled with it. Stay filled with it. And that's what I heard. Stay filled with it. Stay. Wow. Stay filled with it. Remember when we went to Israel and I got to stand where Jesus stood in that one synagogue? I heard it again. Stay filled with it. You know what? God told Brother Hagin in 1987, he took him out of his body for three hours. And somebody asked him, did he have anything for the church specifically? He said, yeah. He told me to tell the church to stay filled with the power. Be
2: well, hmm. being filled.
0: Be being stay filled. Stay filled with the Speaking to yourselves and so and There's a way to do it. You can leak songs. out. You can leak you out. You can leak out. Even with good intentions yes. in the ministry, you can leak out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and if we're going to be, if we're going to
1: demonstrate the power, we're going to have to be being filled with the power at all times. Yes. It's not just a one foot in and one foot out deal. That's right. It takes a dedication and a consecration. And the Lord told Brother Hagin in that one, uh, speaking in Ephesians, be being filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourself, speaking, 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 Mm -hmm. Be being filled with the Spirit, speaking, speaking, speaking. Speaking the Word. Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Speak the Word, sing the Word, and keep it so that at any time you can demonstrate the power. And the right. young generation, any generation. And uh, I wanted to tell Chip to tell, he, he went when he first started up in ministry, and I know this is going to have to be short, but he was uh, challenged, and he went up to the northeast, and witches were there.
0: Well, I didn't realize it was witches and warlocks that had come to run me out of town. And, uh, but anyway, there was a lady wearing a huge red hat. Huge, like a three-musketeer hat with a red feather on the, the last, front row. The last night, closed her eyes and just I could see her mouth moving. And so after it was all over, it looked like they were going to come against me and I felt the tension and it of everything. It had been happening
1: else. for meetings, for meetings.
0: And then it broke. It broke and everybody in there started rejoicing and praising God. Well, to this day they even talk about it how they they closed down some of those witch and warlock schools to this day because of these meetings. We went on for 6 weeks of revival. And I went to that lady in the red hat and I said, I don't know who you are, ma'am. I love your hat. Uh, you know, it's just, it was huge. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, you just don't see that it, unless you're in a costume set or something on Hollywood. And she goes, thank you. And I said, uh, how did you know about these meetings? And she said where she was from. And they, and the people said, we didn't advertise that far. And they said, well, anyway, they said, um, uh, she said, well, how did you know about it? She said, well, I was a woke, uh, the Lord woke me up at three o'clock in the morning and told me that Chip Rim was going to be at this place, and that I was to wear this hat. And 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 so anyway, we told Brother Hagen What's that fun? later, and he laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed because he used to have a saying. What was that saying? His
1: saying was, "Some people wouldn't know the Holy Ghost if He yeah, came or, down yeah, the street with a red, red
0: hat, on. big red hat oh, on." And it was sitting. She was sitting in the front. The Holy Ghost was.
1: And Chip was so discouraged because there had been several meetings where these witches and warlocks oh. were winning. Oh. And he had just started out in ministry. He was ready to give it up and go back to coaching where he could win. And then on this (laughs) night, here comes this little lady with a red hat. And Chip knew that Brother Hagin had said that. And so she just encouraged him. She would just follow him along. You know, it was a sign. The Holy Ghost is here wearing a red hat, just in case you didn't uh, recognize it. it. But this is the power power of God. The power of God then broke that power. It's greater. Greater is he that is in In me. me than he, he that is in the world, world. Amen. and if we stay filled with that holy ghost yes. and that power then we can demonstrate Speaking it to his the young word. people Amen. we can demonstrate it to everybody all around that's just right. wherever just we go ready. in the streets stay ready. in that's the marketplace right. stay, stay, ready. stay filled with the holy ghost and demonstrate the power paul said i
2: came to you demonstrate yes the Praise power God. of the holy ghost that's exciting hallelujah we want to see more and more and more of that. Amen. Praise God. We'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed
0: today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.